0: To the seventh episode of Cook the Books. Before we get started, I just wanted to quickly give you a heads up. Uh, something happened while I was recording this episode and uh, some of the sound is a little bit wonky, listenable, uh, but there are going to be a couple times when I speak and I sound like a robot and I am not a robot. Uh, just so you know, um, I, uh, I do apologize for the sound. I've been trying to fix it and uh, one of the things that I have learned while trying to fix it is that once a sound file is corrupted, it's pretty much corrupted. Um, so I'm still learning, still trying to figure this whole thing out. If any of you have any sort of advice, uh, I would be super down to find out more about um, correcting these types of files or any sort of sound editing because, um, yeah, it's there's definitely a learning curve for, uh, curve for it. So. Uh, yeah, feel free to uh, comment on Facebook if you have any tips for me. I would love, love, love them. Um, anyway, it's not it's not the end of the world, and I do hope you still enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for listening um, and uh, for always tuning in. This episode, my friend, we win joined me to talk about Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, I made a meal I've made a hundred times before, which was schnitzel and spätzle. Uh, My grandma on my mom's side is from Bavaria, so growing up, schnitzel was a household staple. Um, For this episode, I actually made two different versions. The one I ate was um, not so good. (laughs) Uh, eh, I'm doing keto right now, which I'm pretty sure I've mentioned mm, too many times on this podcast, but it's about food and that's what I'm consuming, so... Heads up, guys, I'm doing keto and I'm loving it. Except for when I'm recording a podcast where I'm supposed to be making tasty food. Um, And for mine, I actually dredged it in almond flour. And uh, that stuff is mealy. It's not really meant for meat. It wasn't, it really wasn't terrible. But wheeze was much better. I dredged it in Bob's Red Mill gluten-free blend. um, And I uh, actually, I coated both of ours in chickpea breadcrumbs. Um, And so I highly recommend chickpea breadcrumbs if you're looking for a good gluten-free one. Um, they, they're a little bit on the pricey side, even for <laughs> gluten-free things, which are already a little on the pricey side, but they are honestly so much better. They coat uh, whatever you're uh, breading so much nicer and the taste is really good. So uh, highly recommend trying those out. And also the bag that you get is normally bigger. It's normally like double the size of a typical gluten-free breadcrumb. Like if I use Ian's sometimes, and Ian's is fine, Um, but personally, I'm into the chickpeas. Um, I also dug out the old Spätzle maker and made some really good noodles, or at least they were really good the second time around. (laughs) I thought I'd try my luck and make some Keto Spätzle. It did not work. Uh, The coconut and almond flour disintegrated almost immediately. Um, so I broke out the Bob's Red Mill gluten-free blend, um, cracked an egg in it, a few dashes of nutmeg, uh, and I tried out an almond coconut milk blend, uh, to actually make a tried and true Spetzli. Uh, if you've never seen a Spetzli maker, it's basically a mandolin with holes in it. And then you just cut the dough with it right over boiling water. It is truly, it is one of the easiest things you can do. You just have to have the right tools, um, and you want to make sure that you get the consistency of the dough nice so it's a little bit tacky um, and still still relatively wet, but held together well. I had a lot of fun talking with Wee. Uh, he wasn't familiar with Full Metal Alchemist, but it was still really nice having him on this episode in particular because we're both the oldest siblings uh, with brothers. And above all else, FMA is about siblings. So, Christopher, if you're listening to this, I love you, and I hope you know that I would 100% give my right arm to bring back your spirit and bind it to a suit of armor. Wouldn't think twice about it, just FYI. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash podcast to get started today. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. Uh, I am loving Audible. I really I never used it until they became my sponsor and now I'm in there all the time. It's super intuitive and they've got an endless selection of books to choose from. I'm on a bit of a mythology kick right now, listening to Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology. Um, There is there's just there's something about hearing these stories out loud that's really very cool. Since I mean that's how they were passed down for so long. Uh, Plus Neil Gaiman narrates his own books and I could listen to that guy read the dictionary, so not mad about it. Uh, if you're interested in trying Audible but you don't know where to start, I highly recommend anything Neil Gaiman's written. To download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash podcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash podcast for your free audiobook. Also, please check out my Patreon, there's tons of cool extra content you have access to by subscribing, and any help you could give would go a long, long way to making these episodes happen. Uh, there's a link in the show description, but you can also go to patreon.com and search Cook the Books, and I come right up. Thanks again for tuning in today, I hope you enjoy! That's incredible.
1: Does it? Yeah, tell me what we're having.
0: Okay, so I made chicken schnitzel, I okay. mean, and I tried to do... A spin on Jaeger schnitzel, and I'm not happy with the way the gravy turned out.
2: Okay, um, so Jaeger, what does that mean?
0: What does Jaeger mean?
2: I don't I feel like I know what schnitzel means.
0: Yeah, so schnitzel is the actual breaded meat, right? Whereas Jaeger, um, add it defines the gravy on top of it. So the mushroom bacon, it's a mushroom bacon like shallot roux that you make with, um,
2: what? what <laughs> the only word I recognized from that, was that, bacon. that combination <laughs> was bacon and, and <laughs> mushroom. Shallot roux? Shallots like so like
0: a fancy mushroom.
2: Oh,
1: okay.
0: Um, but to thicken it, I'm on the keto diet right now. Okay. And to thicken it, I used almond flour just to see. And I bet it tastes fine, but I also bet it's gritty AF. Okay. So um, it'll be fine. But I did not use almond flour on your schnitzel I used almond flour to dredge mine and I used normal
2: Mm, gluten-free flour on yours mm. the crisp on the chicken is perfection (laughs) and the mushroom chave rue Mm
1: -hmm.
2: so delicious do you need more
0: gravy is it too dry
2: no it's wonderful
0: and then I made spetzli
2: which is a german noodle that's not even a real word Spetsley?
0: It's a German word. That's <laughs>
2: something that someone ma- would make up,
0: <laughs> like a German dictionary, like mm-hmm. f- made-up words.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, this isn't this, like this isn't English. What are you saying? I feel like fifty percent of German is made up on the spot. It's
0: a lot of um, a, a lot of just guttural feeling mm. when you're speaking German. I
2: like that emotional. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I made miso Brussels sprouts. Which is not particularly German, but it's good. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is the part of the podcast where we just sit here and chew for a minute. And it's a really fun time.
2: Mm. Your listeners must love that part. They,
0: they do. They do. It's really good when you do it, like right in the microphone. And you're like, this isn't what I thought I was going to do when I started this podcast. But here we are.
2: <laughs> just for the listeners, uh, the, sh- the Schmeckel noodles... <laughs> Looked incredible.
0: I made two versions. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just with gluten-free pops, red milk flour, an egg, and a little bit of coconut milk. And then you throw in some nutmeg in there for flavor. Um, the first version I made, I thought it could be sneaky and be keto. Didn't happen. They used almond flour and coconut flour. And when I drained it, it, it disintegrated right through the strainer
2: so this version of the noodles are they keto they're um, not keto oh so you're breaking your own diet i'm having
0: a couple bites because it's here and i love it so much um but yeah it's okay that's <laughs> okay
2: so you don't do a lot of your own you don't do a lot of cooking i i really don't um one i just don't have the time mm-hmm. for it and then there's just so much mental bandwidth that i have that to set aside time and to look at a a recipe is just (laughs) way too much for me right now i do i do like the Instapot pot that we got last year yeah which i can just throw in a bunch of of things in the refrigerator and then magically eight minutes later something warm and hot maybe it might be delicious or it might not be it doesn't matter it's edible and, and then i eat that
0: it's kind of like in Zelda, when you, like, take yeah. a bunch of ingredients and hold exactly. them, and you're like, I don't know what this is going to be, and it's
2: like... Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Now I can go into the cold mountain without taking damage. Amazing. Right, you're like,
0: <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> Neither was the game. It's just sort of this, like, amorphous blob,
1: there, there, but it's,
0: that, I get a heart from it. <laughs> there,
1: there, there
2: is, and some cinema, uh, stamina. I can run longer because of this. You're
0: like, I wasn't expecting Brustle this.
2: Spell, yeah. <laughs>
0: Is it really that fast in an Instapot?
2: Yeah, something like I cook rice in eight minutes in it and it's like perfect, perfect rice. That's nuts. Um, and then uh, Yeah, it's it's the combination of the, the pressure and the and the heat and it, it ends up being really quick. So that's why they call it Instapot. It's insta, get it, yeah. instant and it's it's in the shape of a pot.
0: My mom's constantly raving about hers mm-hmm. and she's like, You gotta get one and I'm like but where do I put it? Mm-hmm.
2: That's um, the thing. It takes up so much counter space.
0: Mm-hmm. One of these days.
2: One of these days, I'm going to invent the mini Instapot. It's going to be the size of a thimble, <laughs> but it's going to make food in one second.
0: And it's just if you need like a little bite.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like a tiny little bite. Mm-hmm. So I made uh, a German-inspired meal because the setting of Full Metal Alchemist is so heavily inspired by Germany. And also I think Edwardian Great Britain. Uh but I wasn't going to make a British meal because I just got done with Lord of the Rings and mm-hmm. kind of, like, you know.
2: And British food is very disgusting anyway, so
0: Who wants it? I, I don't know. Nobody. Could make some could make some fried fish and
2: it'd be really good. That's the only good thing that's ever coming out of there is <laughs> um is uh, is, uh fish and it? chips.
0: Thank you. I was trying to call them bangers and mash and I was like that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so all that was coming
0: besides the word fish, couldn't think of the actual. Mm. I had
2: just said the word fish, mm. but couldn't remember it a second uh, time. Yeah, I mean, we could call it bangers and mash. Who, who cares?
0: The British are just making up words all the time.
2: So it's influenced by uh, Germany
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Britain. Like the, I can tell from the clothing, it's kind of like a Edwardian style clothing. Right. right
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the um, officers are a really good depiction of that, I think. Um, and then it's cool because if you watch, I don't. Spoiler alert for our listeners: you listen, you watch the live action movie, yeah. which I have not seen. Um, I've read some of the manga, and then I've also um, seen, there's two, there's Full Metal Alchemist, and then there's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and Brotherhood actually follows the manga, whereas the just regular Full Metal Alchemist kind of takes the same characters and then does whatever it wants with it, and it's kind of, it's kind of weird, and Hmm. when you, it's good, and then you find out that there's like a whole other thing that actually is canon, you're like, why did you do this? Um,
2: is it because of, of the Game of Thrones thing, where the the, the manga wasn't completely done, and so they yes. had to mm-hmm. make up their own thing? And then does it come it, back together at the end? It doesn't come back together.
0: Oh. It is its own standalone thing. Okay. And then the manga continues, and so they, since the show went off in its own direction, mm-hmm. they just rebooted it because it's very popular. Um, but there's. There's like an Ishmaeli conflict. I'm probably misremembering the name of it at this point, but there's two different like regions that they really focus on. So there's the heavily Germanic one that uh, Edward Elric and Alphonse Elric uh, are from, and like where you follow. Um, and then there's also, I think it's like Ishvala
2: or um, I think it's called Schmeckle. <laughs> Schmeckle noodles.
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs> Um. Uh, and so, but that's and so there's the the Germanic version has alchemy, and then this more like um, Chinese inspired actually. So it's it's similar to like ancient China. Mm-hmm. They have something called Alkahestry And so, mm-hmm. it, yeah. So instead of having to use like symbols for equal exchange, mm-hmm. um, they actually have they have more like totems that they use, and so it's their version of alchemy. It's like
2: pretty cool. The Philosopher's Stone, is that yes. from, the, from the other one? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
0: it's, it's a pretty interesting show. I really I, I would love to know what happens in the movie, because it looked like hot garbage, so I didn't watch it.
2: It, it was hot garbage, but also <laughs> like, there were moments of it that were really beautiful, and it made me want to explore that world a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and, and watch the shows. I'm not going to read the manga, because I don't read, really, but uh, I watch I watch cartoons, the anime. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> is it is it inappropriate for me to call it cartoon?
0: No, I did that in my <laughs> last episode. Because <laughs> the last one I did was Spirited Away. Oh yeah, and which is like exclusively anime. No, yeah. and There's like,
2: no manga or anything. Right,
0: Hiromi is known for his manga. Mm-hmm. I don't know it, but like I felt like I had to. Yeah, but I, I had to include him. Um. And they were just like, yeah, I just I enjoy the cartoons, so it's fine. They were okay. cartoons; they all came on Oh no. Okay, so I, I
2: love. So you mentioned *Spirit Away*. I love the anime. I love it so much. And the thing I love about it is how they make food look so delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! When the parents are there, and they're eating because they're starving, and it's like, oh, let's just go to this uh, food stall and eat this because there's no one around. No one's gonna stop us. And they eat it, and it looks so good, and then they turn into pigs. I love that scene. It's so good.
0: We should have flipped. You should have been on the Spirit Away episode. Who was
2: the other person? Jake,
0: who is a huge FMA fan. I hate
1: Jake No, hate...
2: No, so FMA. Well, for the record.
1: <laughs> so
2: FMA, you know, because we're shortening Full Metal Alchemist to FMA now, because we're cool.
0: Yeah, and I work in the financial industry, and everything's an acronym. Yeah, yeah. So it's just natural. yeah. Yeah, FMA Brotherhood. Is okay. where it's at. But he also just told me the other day, he told me he was a huge Fullmetal Alchemist fan. And then he told me he never watched Brotherhood. And I was like,
2: how can you be a fan if you've you never watched like, the main series?
0: What? And then this this shadow of realization came over me.
2: And, and so, he he was not the person that you thought he was. No. Sorry. No. Jake, if you're listening to this, that's why you never meet your heroes. <laughs>
0: Uh, now I just want to sing that I Can Be Your Hero Baby song, but that's the only line I know.
2: So. <laughs> then sing that one line. Sing it with gusto.
0: I can be your hero baby. I can take away your pain. That's the second one. hmm Do you know the rest?
2: I don't know any of it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm making I this song it, up as yeah, we go. That's, I think that's the theme of tonight's making shit up.
0: Hashtag making shit up mm. with Lee and Martina. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist is about aliens that crash land on the planet Namek.
2: <laughs> and there's these seven balls, <laughs> Dragon Spirits, and if you collect all seven, that's
0: another podcast.
2: So someone else did Dragon Ball.
0: I'm about to do Dragon Ball. Who's that with? My friend Brianna, who has never seen Dragon. Hmm. This was misplaced. I'm sorry. I wanted to talk to you.
2: No, I'm. I love, I love FMA.
0: Yeah, you're a biggest fan now.
2: Even the shitty um, live action movie that I watched in preparation for this uh, recording, I enjoyed because it was. It's really about the relationship between brothers, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the things that you would go to uh to cement that bond that they have and it's just it was beautiful and it reminds me of you know i i'm the oldest of four boys and so it reminds me of each one of my brothers and that was lovely um and and it wasn't like roses and and yeah cupcakes the entire time which was like
0: it's really heartbreaking Yeah. it's really a heartbreaking story um And I don't I do wonder what happens in the movie because it's so convoluted with their, you know, they obviously they try to bring their mother back and they can't um, and they lose themselves in the process. But then their relationship with their absent father and why he was absent and who he ends up being. No, Ooh. oh, you
2: don't know. I don't know. I don't know any of it? I don't know.
0: What's that. wrong with this movie?
2: Um, well, I, I watched the first hour and a half of it, so there's another thirty minutes where the dad might show up. I don't know. Oh, they, they discuss about how the dad's missing in the first five minutes, so I assume he's going to show up at the end and save the day.
1: This is a two-hour movie. This
2: live-action yeah, movie. Two hours and five minutes.
0: I'm so sorry.
2: What? Well, I didn't. I didn't spend all of that time. On. That's fair. That's fair. So. So maybe the dad does show up in this movie, this Netflix movie. Go go watch it, people. I'm cool. sure it's good.
0: Yeah, or just watch Full Metal
2: Alchemist Brotherhood. There's <laughs> time for that. That's I, I looked it up and it was like, how many episodes of it is the series?
0: There's not that many. Not what is there many. like five, six seasons? That's not that bad. And then, like, it's it's like 20 episodes a season. It's not like it's a hundred
2: episodes.
0: It's well, it's not like it's Naruto where it's a hundred episodes. A season Or like God forbid It's one piece Is
2: Naruto A a (laughs) word (laughs) I made it up Okay You made it up I made it up Another I made made up up another
0: word Called Uh Financial debt (laughs) Made up
2: (laughs) Never heard that word Um, before Doesn't apply to me Yeah like quantitative easing—that's also made up. That's also
0: made. Up. <laughs> I want to know what that is. Quantitative easing. Yeah. Should I know that with my I think job? So. If you,
2: yeah. If you work in finance, that's more of a. I guess a fed, we don't. I guess we don't level. do it. You won't. You wouldn't do it. The okay. F- it's not something that the, the Fed, the Federal Reserve Bank, does.
0: Oh, what? Do, what is it?
2: It's uh. It's like, what do you do? They do quantitative easing. Is either they they sell assets in the form of like treasury bonds.
1: Mm, to mm-hmm.
2: to, uh, to get cash, or the the other way around, where they buy them back, to put more more cash into.
0: How have I never heard that term before. I should absolutely. I've taken the series seven. Look it up. I will. Not Look right up. now though. Yeah,
2: it was more in the news like ten years ago, when it was happening.
0: That makes sense. Um, do you have a favorite anime or manga?
2: I do, and I love it as an art form. I just don't know that much about it. Mm-hmm. Uh. I I do have limited experience with anime, and that was in high school. And for me, high school was like twenty five years ago, and so dwindling. Yeah, <laughs> it was a really long time ago. Uh, but my experiences with them, uh, with anime back then, were magical, and they, they still stick with me today. Um, I was studying Japanese in high school, mm-hmm. and part of it was like every now and then the teacher would be fed up with us, and I'm like okay, I'm just throwing this thing. So that was my first discovery of Dragon Ball. You watched it in class? In class, yeah, Dragon Ball. Uh, not, not the entire series, but just a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we... I watched Macross back then. And I don't know if people even know what Macross is these I've days. I've never heard of it. Macross? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's, it's a beautiful story. Um, and then some of my favorite things were, like, one-off um, movies. So, like, Akira, which everybody knows, mm-hmm. I feel like anime of today was based off of that or maybe astro boy was from the the 60s but um akira was something that really influenced me and it it just back then it just it just blew my mind Mm -hmm. about what animation could be the themes of it were so much darker and so much more adult than the saturday morning cartoons yeah i'm like wow i feel like an evolved person that I'm not watching Tom and Jerry now and I'm watching this Uh, what else was it back then Uh, Pat Labar is something I remember being fascinated with because I just loved robots back then yeah but thing something I I revisit every now and then now is um, Ninja Scroll which is a it's a feature film and just the storytelling in it the characters in it were incredible I just I love that so those are that's my my exposure to anime and the mm-hmm. things that I, I think about when someone says anime to me. Really? I don't think about this new stuff like Bleach or Ina Yush Inayashu yeah. or or just the myriad of other things that are out there that I feel like they're just like I don't know, they're just like big old commercials for their for their trading card games or whatever it is that they have.
0: That's fair. There are a lot that like just go along with trading card games. But there are there are also some really good ones. Um uh I mean I really I Full Metal Alchemist was the first one that I got into independently.
1: Yep.
0: Um so I grew up and after school, you know, like, would watch Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z with my brother, yep. or Gundam, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: anything like that. Never was really into Sailor Moon, and the older I get, the more people tell me how much they love Sailor Moon. And really? I'm like, Like, hey, I guess I should have given that a shot. Um, and then after college, I wanted to, I, don't, I just was suddenly more into anime and seeking things out on my own. And this and Fully Coolie, which is weird, uh, were the first two That's that I watched independently. No. That is definitely a made up word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but Brotherhood, I mean, I, I would say nothing in this world makes me cry more than anime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, truly, just like. Turns the waterworks on almost immediately. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's because they just keep hitting you with the same animation over and over again because they haven't <laughs> caught up with the manga yet. And you're just like, oh god, mm-hmm. your brother. Um, but I do have this. Uh, there is something about I, I'm I'm the oldest sibling of two, yeah.
1: and,
0: and there is something about you know having this brother sacrifice everything. To save his younger
2: brother, that was always so hard. And everything is just his arm and his leg. Well, but he could have given up everything.
1: Yeah,
2: you're right. But well, and knowing
0: that it's his fault that his younger brother actually lost everything, and that he's just this. There's also just something really beautiful about Alphonse being stuck as a ten year old forever. Yeah, and one of the first, like one of the first moments is. In the anime, is Alphonse uh, asking Edward how how like I think like mac and cheese or something like that tasted, mm. and he has this journal. He's like, I'm definitely putting it in my journal then because yes. I have to have it when I get my body back. Oh,
2: that's so cute. I love that. And gut wrenching.
0: Yeah. Um, um, and it's just the the story of of brotherhood as well as equal exchange um, are just beautiful and fascinating to me so and this is sort of an homage to equal exchange because uh i use gluten-free flour instead of normal flour and
2: is that equal exchange i don't know
0: is it you're the i don't i'm really sad about the gravy i think you're lying to me
2: it's delicious are you sure yeah I'm, i'm more interested in having this conversation with you uh I'm just. Cause gonna, I, I'm, I'm never
0: good enough, but it's,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, my own bag. Yeah, and also, so this relationship with Alphonse and Ed, it reminds me of the relationship I have with my youngest brother, or had. So my youngest brother Andy, he passed away four years ago, and and I think about Edward's journey and how he, how he says that he would give up his life for. For his younger brothers. Mm-hmm. And for me that was so believable cuz I, I would do the <coughs> same thing. I, I def I would do the same thing. Uh the the way I lived my life after I li- I, I lost my brother, it's it's drastically different than wh- how I was before. And uh that that was the hardest hitting piece of of uh, these two characters journey for me is like, "Oh man, they they've had this huge loss and and the things that that character would do to get that brother back is just like, man, that's like my journey too at the same time. it's like So again, so it makes me, just seeing of this two hour and five minute movie, I would say 10 minutes of it are really good. <laughs> uh, the rest of it is just like, I was lost because I don't know the story that much. Um, but also it just was not very interesting. And the that's moments fair. that they were most interesting were, were um, these highly emotional moments with Edward and Alphonse.
0: I'm uh, glad that well. they nailed the relationship because, yeah. if nothing else, that's what's important. Yeah. Um, I have two questions for you. I'm not sure which direction I want to go. Cool. Because, because I want to know. I want to know if you don't mind elaborating what you mean by how how you are different now. So do you feel like you're living more for, you're, you're following more of what you want to do?
2: I, I think I'm just more um, in tune with uh, human beings around me now. Mm-hmm. Um, so as, as an artist, I the thing I, I love doing is collaborating with other artists. Mm-hmm. And in that collaboration, there's always um, some sort of connection. And I try, I try to go for the strongest possible connection now Whereas before, um, it wasn't like that. It, w- mm. it was like, uh, you're a person in my life who... Like, situations were more transactional then, and now it's less so. Now it's more like there's a human being in front of me. Whereas before, I don't know, it was really weird, and I'm sad that I was like that. But
0: That's, r- w- that's really, I mean, it... it- I want to say it's really beautiful. That's that you're able to have those interactions with people that so many people aren't. So many people constantly have a wall up.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I, I still, I still have a wall up. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, it's a different type of wall. I think it's a different type of wall. Up. But that, that's the thing. I think that defines me now, as opposed to how I was uh, yeah. five years ago. You know, because I was awesome. in. I went through business school, um, and I worked in finance for a couple years. And and my main connection with people was either in meetings or or on the phone or mm-hmm. via email. And now I get to work with people, you know, who are like five feet in front of me now, and I see that person a lot more than I did as a voice on the phone or as the the writer or composer of an email across the world Mm -hmm. so i like
1: that i like
0: that yeah working in the financial industry it's it's hard because it honestly is a very it i guess it depends on what side of it you're on i'm on the service side but i would say it, it should be a very human place yeah because we're interacting with people every single day and trying to help build a better quality of life for yeah. the clients.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I feel like that gets lost extremely easily.
2: Yeah. Very easily. Also, my clients back then were like millionaires and billionaires. Yeah. And so helping them achieve a better life was like not as meaningful as it yeah. is to to, um, <laughs> to someone else. Yeah, yeah, definitely,
0: exactly. definitely, and I mean, nine times out of ten, that's what I'm dealing with too. Yeah. And it, I, it's not something that even registers
1: yeah. for me.
0: Yeah. But then, you get a call from a widow or something that's just trying to, that's just trying to like
2: make your health insurance payment or, or right. Her mortgage that, that's now. just trying
0: to pay for the funeral and needs like yeah. needs to get the money, and it can be heartbreaking yeah. and having to separate yourself from that. Yeah. Is, is really odd in a world that is supposed to be about numbers. And then it just, yeah. it has, every you have these, like, glimpses of humanity.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know why I'm trying to romanticize the financial industry.
1: Uh, but, uh, although
2: but, uh, you just put it into a new pr- perspective, because, like, it was more about basis points and percentages Yeah, back then. Uh, but to humanize it, to talk about this widow is, yeah, it's that's also the power of finance, too. Yeah, you know, that's not, It's not just the and,
0: and capitalism. Yeah,
2: late stage capitalism
0: talks. Anyway, uh,
2: <laughs> what's your what's your favorite book of all time? Of all time, or right now? Mm, you just caught me as I threw some schmeckle in my, my Good. mouth. Good,
0: it's delicious. Mhm.
2: I think um. I know why the Cage bird sings by Maya Angelou is something that has affected me in my life I I read it every couple of years Mm, just to see how it resonates with me at that point in my life and um, it's like a it's an uh, autobiographical autobiographical account (laughs) of life growing up and um, her journey was so amazing the the things that she went through as a young person, and how that informed her adulthood, and how it turned her into the artist that she is, um, were just so inspiring. So I—that's I, my favorite book.
0: That's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I wasn't—I wasn't expecting that at all. I don't know why, but I guess you don't hear Maya Angelou.
2: Uh, so if you—if you looked at, well, you're looking at me now. What was? If you, what would you say is my favorite book?
0: I have no idea. Mm. I had not. I, like, Tabula Rasa.
2: Mm. Well, you, you I can think it. about it, though. Yeah, think about it and let me know. Because I'm sure you were like, oh, yeah, this guy doesn't even read. What? <laughs> Why would he have a favorite book? I was
0: like, it's called Sea Spot Run.
2: <laughs> Clifford the Red, Big Red Dog. Big Red Dog, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Or just like Motorhead mm-hmm. Magazine. Yeah, what's
2: your favorite book?
0: what's my favorite book yeah do
2: you answer that question i
0: can yeah um it is uh wizard and glass the fourth book the wizard of
2: oz series yeah actually
0: it's funny you say that because it is an homage to it in a way it is an homage to but like it's a it's the fourth book in the dark tower series by stephen king oh yeah
2: so did you watch the dark towers movie or whatever. I did not. I heard it was a show. Show. I w-
0: I won't. Oh, I won't cool. see it. I won't. I won't
2: do it. Is that the one with Idris Elba? It is. Yeah, because everything he's in is just shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. That guy's amazing. I love his stuff. Except in this movie. It's really? Well, wow, that's, um, that's. I mean, surprising. I mean, I
0: haven't seen it, so I can't actually speak to it. But uh, I refuse he's not the to thing watch.
2: Drag this movie down. I don't know. I just heard bad things about that.
0: It was terrible. Mm. Um, they. They brought it. They they went through it way too quickly. They took a seven book, technically seven book with an extra like in between, and a short story. Is there anything else that? Spans, Two other
2: feature films in the middle of this, right?
0: Yeah, that spans like over a, an over forty book universe that Stephen King has written. They did. Stephen
2: King wrote. 40 books in this universe
0: yeah in this in this universe
2: only uh
0: yeah so crazy. the story of the dark tower is seven books plus a short story plus like this extra like fairy tale book that, that he wrote.
2: guy is on some industrial strength ritalin if he can put he was that yeah. he did a
0: lot of coke in the 80s he's written so many books
2: wow.
0: um but my favorite book is the fourth book in that series and it's um,
2: called the wizard of glass
0: Close. It's called Wizard and Glass. Wizard and Glass. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I mean, honestly, they're, they those books changed my life. I, I can see you looking at my bookshelf now. And there's like a ton of. There's a ton of Stephen some, King so over there. So it's your
2: favorite. How many times have you read that book? Only twice. Only twice. Hmm. Um. But. So you're saying Fifty Shades of Grey is not your favorite book? Because I see um, four copies of it. After <laughs> you're right i just can't get enough oh, yeah. i
0: keep buying it and just yeah. putting it on my shelf oh, okay yeah. i'm just like oh this this one's for the kitchen yeah yeah and this one's for the hallway got you.
2: you've got the leather bound um, limited edition
0: that's a first edition oh
2: amazing <sighs> incredible
0: my entire bookshelf is nothing but 50 shades of mm-hmm. gray none not the other two yeah. aren't there two other ones But Uh,
2: yeah, grayer, right? Fifty Shades grayer, a thousand shades. I don't. A
0: thousand shades grayer, (laughs) (laughs) bunch of shades of beige. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Some eggshell.
2: This
0: one's eggshell. (laughs) A sequel to Uh, (laughs) Fifty Shades.
2: Yeah, it's just a Benjamin Moore like sampler.
0: It's when they're like painting their baby's room.
2: Uh, I got you. Yeah,
0: this is all about paint.
2: Okay, I think Uh, we should do this podcast about books right it'll force people to read again i don't know
0: what do you think we're doing what are we doing right now we're
2: talking about cartoons right
0: <laughs> anime we are talking about cartoons okay yeah but so it, but it's supposed to be about books and so i'm cheating right now because it's manga but mostly oh, anime. oh. oh my god we i didn't know it's that. called cook the books
2: Well, okay. So, Spirited Away, Spirited Away was not a book. No, exactly. Okay. That's why I was
0: saying I cheated. Oh,
2: okay. All right, you cheated. So, I did. I
0: cheated. Okay. But how can I not? How can I not include Spirited Away if I'm going to be doing a what? podcast about manga and like and, and Japanese authors and illustrators? Okay. How and how could I pass that up? Well,
1: no,
2: it makes like the other movies from that studio, feel shitty about themselves because you only chose Spirit Away. What about Princess Mononoke? What about Kiki's Delivery Service? Ponyo.
0: Fuck Ponyo.
2: What? When yeah. I look at you, I'm like, Red oh, air. that's a Ponyo woman right there. Really? Because you look like Ponyo. You look like a I look fish. Like a, fish. <laughs> a fish girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like the fish girl, right? I don't know. So, I look like a
1: fish too Yeah,
2: well, these uh, people who are listening can't,
0: They'll never they, know. They don't
2: they don't see you, but Right, uh, if because you,
0: the people who listen to this, none of them have met me. My my twelve listeners. The reach yeah. is
2: worldwide and, <laughs> you know, you have a listener in India or Tibet right now. It's like, oh yeah, I wonder what Martina Martina Logan looks like. It's Ponyo. a fish.
0: I look like Ponyo the fish. Yeah. Like spitting image, honestly.
2: Mm-hmm. Well also Ponyo the fish turns into Ponyo the girl.
0: Don't even remember what she looks like
2: kind of like, <laughs> like a fish
0: all right so i look kind of like a fish yeah uh don't worry about it ponyo is boring um it's very beautiful <laughs> but it's boring what
2: what what else is from that studio um, uh
0: my neighbor totoro oh yeah of course yeah
2: of course that was like the first one right
0: i think it was the yeah first
2: one and then princess mononoke Mm, the kiki's, kikis was pretty soon yeah. after that, yeah. Uh, there's Grave of
0: Fireflies. Yeah, Howl's Moving Castle.
2: Yeah. Grave of Fireflies was such a heartbreaking. Oh, speaking of heartbreaking, I'm watching the show on Amazon Prime called Girls Last Tour. It oh, okay. It's about two sisters. Post apocalyptic Japan. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. And they're just traveling. they're just travelling and they meet people along the way, but it's mainly just these two girls mm-hmm. surviving. You have to see it. It's so good. Girls on tour. Gr- girls last tour.
0: Girls last tour. Yeah, I'll write that down.
1: What?
2: What's your favorite food? My favorite food. Uh, so I'm Vietnamese, and uh, I would, I would say that my mom's cooking is my favorite food. But also, so I love I love pho, which is Vietnamese beef noodle soup, and then banh mi, which is like Vietnamese sub sandwiches. Um, but outside of that, the food that I grew up on, um, I love Japanese food, and I'm a sushi fiend. Mm. Seafood is another thing I just can't get enough of. So those are the things. And then once every month or every two months, I, uh, my best friend and I, we cook steaks, and, and we rotate who cooks. Um, and that's also my other favorite food. Uh, so um, you can't see this, uh, but as I was speaking... <laughs> martina took a bite of her schmeckle noodles <laughs> and she flicked one of the noodles into her shirt and it went down her shirt
0: and i just ate it and, and,
2: yeah it came out the bottom and she picked up this noodle and she ate it, it i incredible. did <laughs> that's the power of podcasts they, they don't know what's i could thing. always cut this out they would never know
0: <sighs> they would never know mm-hmm. i am ultimately in charge here mm-hmm um, what's your favorite cut of steak? Um,
2: um Ribeye. Hell yeah. Ribeye steaks. Um, Although for Christmas I had this tomahawk thing. I don't know what cut that is, but there's a giant bone sticking yes. out of it. I felt like a caveman eating this thing. It was amazing.
0: I've wanted one of those for so long.
2: Yeah. Like for so long
0: and I've just never done it.
2: It's so fun. I love a good ribeye. Yeah. I
0: went, there was a portion of my time when my rent was cheap and my income was fine and like... I didn't have a bunch of expenses or debt.
2: Aren't you making a billion dollars off of this uh, show? Oh,
0: oh, yeah. Subscribe to Audible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Cook the Books podcast. Anyway, uh, yeah, there was a time when, like, I could, like, do things, like, because my, my rent was so much cheaper in Charlotte. We could do things like, yeah, ribeye once a week. That's fine.
2: Once a week? That's so week. much meat.
0: Yeah. I didn't do it for an entire year. But oh, okay. there were a couple months there where I was like, yeah, ribeye. That's it's Time so for much. a ribeye. Like,
2: what is that, like 40 pounds of meat a year?
0: Probably. That's crazy. It's a way to live your life. Wow, okay. I do love a good ribeye. For Valentine's Day, since we're on this keto diet, where all we eat is meat. Meat and meat alone. And vegetables, but mostly meat. We're going to go to a Brazilian steakhouse. Hmm. That's where they just bring you meat to your table.
2: Okay. So that's question one out of the way. What's question two? 25 minutes later.
0: I've asked you at least four questions. Okay. Uh, I'm just that good. Okay. Favorite book. being a podcast. Yeah.
2: Favorite book and favorite food are the two that I remember. Mm
0: -hmm. And then are you an anime or manga fan?
2: And I then, like anime.
1: Yeah.
2: I think it, it's value. You've
1: already answered story, this question. Yeah.
2: <laughs> as a storytelling device is amazing. I've never read a manga. Not a single one? Not. I've probably read a couple pages of a book.
1: Same. I'm honestly
0: on about the same page. Yeah. My brother used to read it all the time. and yeah. I would pick up his manga. No. Yeah. And I was like, why is this book backwards? Yeah.
2: And the, yeah, why is this book backwards and all the characters are not English? That's weird. <laughs> That's weird.
0: This is weird. Mm-hmm. This is weird.
2: What? So what was the manga that your brother had?
0: Dot hack sign.
2: Oh, dot hack. Yeah, I was yeah. talking about it today with one of my friends. Were you really? Yeah, we we're talking about the series and then the video game that was based off of that series. Yeah. Because we were Good talking. stuff. We were talking about sword art. Online, Online, yeah. Which is kind of the, the similar premise, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like a, a real world and a computer world
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, that you interact with people on. Um, and so, yeah, dot hack came up. Exactly.
0: So Were you ever into it? Was no, no.
2: I wasn't, and I don't think I will be. I don't know why. It's pretty
0: dated at this yeah, point, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, new and fresh. Man, that'd be
0: such a hipster move. Just like, oh, I'm really into dot hack side. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it dot dot hack sign is i
0: always it... called it maybe i'm wrong but it's so ingrained in me i'm okay. not gonna change okay okay yeah um america but uh i was called a dot hack sign okay yeah. but then there were uh, there were like other dot hacks so they're, like that they're, but that i never did got you into. Play the games the video games i did not okay
2: all right
0: it was not my thing did you were, did you have a thought
2: Yeah, just also on this conversation that I had Mm -hmm. with my friend today, um, he highly recommended this video game called Persona. Persona 5? Persona 5 Mm -hmm. in particular, but also the series. And so he's telling me it changed his life. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. I have to... A
0: video game? Yeah. I can't say that hasn't happened to me. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm questioning it. What's the game
2: that's affected you most? Ooh, I don't. Fifty Shades of Grey, the
1: video 50 game. Fifty Shades
0: of Grey, the video game. It's an online.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Multi, like, there's a lot of chat rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just it's, dirty talk it's to each
2: on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a billionaire. Take off your clothes.
0: Meanwhile, you're like in a closet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, every single person who plays <laughs> that, that game would be. pizza me. grease. <laughs>
0: I That's really. So sexy. I don't know how to answer that. The first video game I ever played... I I feel like it has to be the first video game I ever played because it's what got me into video games, right? Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog.
2: Oh, so you're a Sega person? Sega
0: Genesis. Gross.
2: Gross? Oh. Oh, my Super God. Super Nintendo all the way through? Podcast
0: over. Yeah,
2: turn it off. Because you never <laughs> you never got to play, like, Final Fantasy three, which is, like, Final Fantasy six. Um, that That's... I love that game
0: final fantasy 6
2: yeah it's incredible
0: i always played 7 and 10 and 12
2: um, oh so that's where you started i feel like it the 16 bit era of video games is my favorite because my 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 game that that's that i always remember is like street fighter yeah and that's because it's it i played it growing up with my my three brothers and so yeah i always think about My childhood and associating that game with with that. That's
0: really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Sonic was my babysitter had it. She had a second. It wasn't. It was really fun. And it was fun because I was the older sibling and Chris was about two years younger than me.
2: Yeah. Well, he's still two years younger than you.
0: It's 21 months. About (laughs) is fine. (laughs) About
2: is the appropriate word. Still about 21 months. It's the same.
0: Um, that's a made-up word. Uh, but so he would play as Tails and I would play as Sonic, mm. and it worked because he was the younger sibling. But then Tails was
2: the much cooler character.
0: Well, but it's also a- poor Tails. I was fucking with his life. I was what? completely because if Sonic goes too fast and Tails like runs off the screen,
2: See, He didn't fly. get to
0: play. He did. He could. Pl- he could fly. So that's why Sonic Three Are you was the multiplayer about, game. On this thing? Fuck yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Butthole Taint <laughs> Chode Is that a real thing? I don't know It's a made up word? Yeah, another made up word. word Um,
0: Yeah, so I feel bad That was not really a two player game But I was the older sister And so I could
2: and then, I got to play Sonic and then, and then Sonic and Knuckles came out And Chris had to be Knuckles
0: And I was like, oh
2: it, shit, he's over. an echidna <laughs> yeah. like Knuckle spikes yeah, so Sonic the Hedgehog is the game that you that you associate with affecting your life the most. Yeah. I you guess know, kinda, yeah.
0: the game that I like that I really I don't know the game that like took it to the next level for me. I guess I don't even like this is so ridiculous. Um, God, that's so hard because I want to say Tony Hawk, but it's not Tony Hawk. It was Resident Evil Three.
2: Ooh, the scary ones. Nemesis.
0: It was a it was great, great was, yeah, video game. Yeah, I
2: played, I played part one, and I remember how scary it was to play by myself in a dark room. Yeah. And I, I go back and I look at it now, and the graphics were, like, so... Terrible. Terrible, but it is also so scary when you... It was really real.
0: They built the dread really mm-hmm. well cause it was so
2: dark. yeah.
0: um, and so I think like it being so gra- grainy and granular, like it, it really yeah. helped build the
2: world. yeah oh, on Silent Hill is like that too. Mm-hmm. I hear like the crackling of a walkie-talkie. I'm like
0: Ugh, my, my brother just got Silent Hill Four for Christmas mm-hmm. as a PC game. The old one.
1: like the what? old
0: one. What was it called the red room?
1: Silent Something insane.
0: It's like it was like really hard to find
2: revelations he, or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up. What? Why would he get a twenty-year-old game for Christmas? Because he's gonna stream it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everyone follow Martina's brother Chris on his Twitch stream.
0: Yeah, Night Boy. B W O Y. Yeah, Night like the nighttime. Boy.
2: B-
1: Is
0: his
2: t- B W O Y? Okay. Does Chris? uh... Um, market your your podcast
0: absolutely not he
2: should i know i'm
0: gonna tell him i did this yeah and then it was really really me who
2: did it i don't think it was my you didn't
0: know his handle
2: i didn't know his handle but i was the one who who brought it up so
0: if i hadn't said anything it would have just been follow chris
2: (laughs) (laughs) they would have typed in chris (laughs) people out there would be able to track him down no problem
0: you're right you're right the internet is pretty mighty Okay, what other questions do I have for you? Did I, ha- I ask you if you have a favorite food? Yep. Do you yep. have a favorite food to make for someone?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like cheating because it's kind of easy to make, but I love making spring rolls for people because uh, it, it's a part of my culture, mm-hmm. and they're delicious, and they're fun to make, you know? They're fun to make, and, and people, when they try them, uh, their minds are blown. They think it's the most incredible thing ever, and it's super easy to make. And the sauce is like, is like two ingredients. It's like peanut butter and hoisin sauce. Ooh. Yeah, easy, easy. But it's always good.
1: Always good.
0: I think spring roll wrappers are like make things difficult though. Like spring rolls are not super easy to make.
2: I don't know. Maybe it's just innate in me.
0: Yeah, it's just <laughs> part of you. Yeah, when
2: you're born Vietnamese, you just can you just can do it.
0: You can just wrap a roll.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nimble fingers. Just yeah.
0: like when you're half German, you can make these weird. You can make, make schnitzel schmicken- noodles. Make noodles and, sh- and, and they look like little little and, bugs. Uh, schnitzels. Yeah. I don't know. This isn't my best schnitzel. I hope you really. Know. It's, it's really so hot. good.
2: It's crispy. Oh, uh, uh, the the ba- the batter is that what you call it? The batter is so good. Sure. Yeah. The breading, yeah, the breading, the breading yeah, yeah.
1: It, awesome.
0: It's good. I was so I should have. I wish I had a meat hammer. If I had a meat hammer, they would have been like flat. They would have been. Yeah, like isn't, that how, flat. isn't
2: that what schnitzel is? Like flattened meat.
0: Yeah, I banged it with my um, uh, my call it, my cast iron pan. I was like, go into town on these cuts of meat, <laughs> yep. and they were not. Like they flattened a little bit. Yep. They did not flatten. And I really thought my upstairs neighbor was about to come up here and just oh, be like, how you? dare you? And then I would be like, would you Do like Do I need to schnitzel? call the police? What's
2: going on? Do Are I you,
0: need to call the
2: police? Is someone being bludgeoned to death up here? Yes. Well, the chicken was already dead, so <laughs> no.
0: And just bludgeoned. Um, my last question.
1: Mmm. I know. Can
0: you leave us with any cooking advice? Mmm. <laughs> 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 there's no and then yes end of podcast
2: <laughs> no yes i do he,
0: he took a big bite of, bite of chicken the second i said that yeah so it's my fault
2: okay my one piece of advice is always cook more than one serving because the other serving could be for a good friend yeah or it could be for you later in the day or later in the week because if you go through all that hassle of of cooking. You don't want to just sit down and eat it and be done with it. You want to eat multiple times off of this work that you did. It's all about economies of scale. You only have so much time in your life. You cook once. All of my friends are like food preppers now because it makes sense. Like meal prep? Yeah.
0: I 1000% agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like why would you, why would you put in the effort to just eat right then and there and like,
2: Yeah. Do you sure. like, Go ahead. I eat when I'm hungry, and and that's the, almost the only time I eat. So, <laughs> so if I'm hungry, I'm not gonna sit around and and follow a recipe for 45 minutes. I want to open the fridge and eat. I'm hungry now. Yeah. Feed me right now. I'm all in my stomach! I am such a pragmatic eater. I'm not a I'm not a foodie. I'm someone who eats just so I can. Walk through. Survive Yeah survive
0: Yeah <laughs> I wish I was like that I wish I was just like Put food in here Okay Done D-
2: um, Go do my keep, other thing Keep going on Play a video game P- now
0: Do this step now <laughs> And uh, for me I'm just like Mmm Flavor mm, Yeah Mmm delicious Yeah
2: So that's why when I invent this Thimble sized Instapot It's gonna be perfect for me I just throw something in And then eat And then I survive for another You know 4 hours.
0: Crazy. What can, what can you What can you realistically cook in a thimble? There are things Almost like
2: Almost anything.
0: One kidney bean.
2: Mm. When you're starving, one kidney bean will hit the spot. That's all you need. One kidney bean in 10 seconds.
0: Just so like the most well-seasoned
2: oh, delicious man. thoroughly cooked amazing kidney bean you ever imagined. I'm going to the drawing board and building this thing tonight.
0: Alright, I won't post this until the Instapot is made, so no one can steal your idea. Alright,
2: alright. So everyone, uh, go to Thimble... So when this podcast goes up, Thimblepot.com will be up. And I I need you to order... i'm not even gonna do the kickstarter or indiegogo thing i'm going directly into production you don't
0: need it why would you yeah you're this is a surefire win
2: yep yep hell yeah
0: all right well
2: you're welcome world
0: everybody check out thimblepot.com forward
1: slash we (laughs) win. it right (laughs) he's right